Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. What's up, sisters and friends? Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you're having a great start to the week. And let me just tell you, it's about to get really good because no joke, no no false hype up in here. This is real hype. This is probably one of the most excited times I've ever had to sit on this couch and do a podcast because I have a very special guest. I have Miss Tara Tucker on the podcast today. And she is, one, she's my best friend's mom, which is really sweet. But two, she's also been my counselor for the past few years. She has sat with me um many, many hours, talked through some really hard things, uh, watched me cry, laugh with me, hugged me, all the things. And she also did me and Christian's premarital counseling, mm-hmm. which was such a blessing to us and got us off on just such a great foot in marriage and still takes our phone calls when we call, which we're so appreciative of. And um, she is the most loyal person in the world. And honestly, I knew asking her to do this would make her go, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't need to do that. I don't care to do that. Like, I'm just your friend. I'm your counselor. I'm your person and I appreciate and love that about her so much, but I really wanted her to come on because I have been so blessed by the wisdom and the truth she spoke over my life. And I want y'all to get to have a little bit of that today and particularly around the topic of discernment. So we're going to get to that later, but before we do, Miss Tara, so everybody else can get to know you and how wonderful you are, share a little bit about your life right now, who you are, what you do, all the things. Okay. My life right now. Well, first, I love you. You know that. I could cry because you know I do. But my life right now, well, I'm, I'm a me-me, a grandmother. Yes, you are. And I'm married to Mr. David. We've been married for 31 years. We've got three children. The oldest is 30. <laughs> and he's married, and he has two children and one on the way. They're so cute. And then your best friends, yeah. Sarah, who's married to Martin, and Gracie. And so they're all grown, and we've got the kids, and we've got the dog, Franklin. Yeah. And so that's plenty. All by itself, that's plenty. Yeah. But then I'm also, I'm still doing some counseling. Mm-hmm. And I, I went back to school just kind of by accident because I was volunteering in prison. Awesome. And they offered a master's program in pastoral care. Mm. And so I got to do that and graduated with that last year. And so I'm kind of doing a pastoral care, marriage and family therapy counseling, but but under the umbrella of, of being a pastor. That's so awesome. I do that a few hours a week. And then I'm trying to work on, or we've almost finished, just a little study that kind of takes people through what we did in counseling yeah. for people who might never go to a counselor. So, so we're working on that. And and I think that's plenty to be doing, trying to be a good mama. That's a lot. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, so doing those things right now. That's a lot. I love it so much. Uh, I just wanted people to get to know your heart because I know your heart is so family and it's mm-hmm. so just for the Lord and his people. And that's what I love about you. Um, it's just so sweet. You volunteer your time in so many spaces and you've done so many great things. So, how long have you been counseling people? 15 years. 15 years. I had to count it this year. That's <laughs> a lot. I needed it. I needed it for something. I was like, oh, 2008, 20, 
15 years. So that's a lot of counseling. That's yeah. a lot of sitting with people. A lot of hours. Hearing stories, hearing about people's lives, speaking into it. Um, what do you feel like of 15 years you've learned just in general about people? Has there been anything mm-hmm. that just stands out overall, just what you learned about people in general? Yeah. I think that we're all more alike than we are different. Mm-hmm. I always say that we all need Jesus. Seriously. And that if when you hear people's stories, because I love to hear people's stories, like that's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. And when you hear their stories from people who are doing really well to people in prison, mm-hmm. I mean, like di- from all, all different demographics, you go, yet by the grace of God, had I lived that exact story in that exact environment, I could have been in the exact same place. You, you don't judge people. Yeah. You just realize how big God is and how in need we all are. Yeah. Of him. Yep. That's really. so true. Well, I, I've had a feeling you were going to say that. And it's because whenever I sit with you, one thing you always say to me is like, you're not going to surprise me. Like, you're not mm-hmm. going to shock me. And I think that's because you've heard it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you've you've heard people's stories. You've heard where mm-hmm. they're coming from. And it what it's made you do is judge people less, not judge people more. Okay. And I think that's really beautiful that, you know, you can hear so many people's stories. And at the end of the day, instead of being more judgmental because you're mm-hmm. like, man, these people are crazy, you're less judgmental because you're like, I can understand why yeah. everybody would – make those decisions or mm-hmm. be where they're at because of where they come from mm-hmm. or the life that they're living and what that can breed. And so I just think that's really beautiful. And um, I love how this is probably my favorite thing about you as a counselor is that every single time I've ever had a session with you, you've always started it in prayer and mm-hmm. you say, let's let the real counselor mm-hmm. lead. Can you talk a little bit about that? That's the real counselor. Yeah. Like that's, and and it's part of why I love it now. There's the pastoral care that I can mm-hmm. umbrella the marriage and family therapy because I worked with a church for about eight years, like yeah. on their property, not not exactly on staff, but I was who they sent everybody to on their property. Yeah, <laughs> and awesome. so I was kind of the church counselor. And and then I tried it separate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I could hang the plaque. I, I have the same master's degree that people take insurance with. And I have nothing against that. I think that's wonderful. But with the way, and people can be spirit led and be doing that. Yeah. I always want to make, Sure, that's clear. But the way that God has me do it, the way that I've seen God work, and I always look at it as God is always at work. Mm -hmm. And so when people come in and see me, God's already at work in their life. Mm -hmm. God loves them. God is for them. And He's already at work. So what I get to do is join God where God's already at work. It's cool. With the people that He already loves, and He knows what's best for them. It's cool. And so I always pray. And, and I learned this. I tried to not for a while because I was like, yes, get the license. Take the insurance. Yeah. But God had called me to ministry. And not that it can't be ministry with it, but I knew the way that God was leading me was that God is, Holy Spirit is yeah. the real counselor. And so in every session, it's important to me that we invite the Holy Cam- the Holy Spirit to be the Holy Spirit, to mm. be the counselor that He is. It's cool. And in that, I've seen more than I could have ever imagined if I sat there and tried to do it all on my own, still using the real theories, the real techniques, the real therapy practices that I know work, not not just going, oh, let's just see how we're led to right. that. Never that. I mean, I, it's in context. Ethics are so important to me. Like I'm sticking to ethics. Mm-hmm. Confidential, unless somebody says harm to self or others. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. If you say that, then we have to get your help. Mm-hmm. But so all of that's done in real therapy practice. What I do different is I, the Holy Spirit is the real counselor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just helping the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. 
right there with people yeah. and, and wherever they are in, in their spiritual journey. Yeah. Like to some people, they may hear Holy Spirit and that might be like, I don't know about that. Yeah. To other people, that's just their constant. They're just tethered. They abide with the Holy Spirit yeah. and that's just a part of who they are. Yeah. I make it to where either way, that's who I'm working with. Yeah. While using the real therapeutic techniques. That's and that's good. why I love the pastoral care as an umbrella. That way it can be combined. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, one thing that's really cool about that, and I love that you said that you can do that no matter what context yes, you're in, which absolutely. is so true and so beautiful. One thing that I've experienced with the Holy Spirit leading with you and in front of you is this. And I think this is like the difference in just walking into, you know, any counselor and walking into one that is spirit led. And this can be anybody in wow. anybody's job position. Absolutely. But there have been times where I've said, hey, we need to talk. And if, if you have time and I know you're letting the Holy Spirit lead and you'll pray for us at the beginning. And before we even talk, you will already say, like you will already have had books that you thought about mm -hmm. that week for us that came to your heart and mind. You will have thought about a word that you wanted to share with us. And it's always like so specific to exactly what we were mm -hmm. coming here to talk to you about, but you didn't know, like we hadn't told you. And I think like that's the beautiful thing about working with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. is like God knows me more than mm -hmm. you ever can. And I always think about that when I'm speaking to people. Mm -hmm. Like literally this morning, I was praying for conference next week. And I was like, God, you know those 3,000 people more than I ever will. Mm -hmm. And so as I prepare this message, if there's any insight that you can give me into mm -hmm. who I'm talking to, yeah. then help me to write words that will speak to them in, in ways that only you would know mm -hmm. so that when I say it, they know you heard their prayer. And it's so cool mm -hmm. because when I'd speak, mm -hmm. I'm speaking, I don't know who I'm talking to, mm -hmm. but then after they'll be like, when you said this, mm -hmm. and it's normally like the thing that I added that felt random to me, yeah. that was the Holy Spirit prompted. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do and when I I'm always shocked but not shocked I'm like I can't believe you thought of that or that book because that's exactly what I need so I just wanted to make that clear because some people might be saying well, how does that even work like mm -hmm. what is the Holy Spirit's role in all that why would you need the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit but I love that it's because like the Holy Spirit knows us more than anyone yes. and he's leading us and guiding our life mm -hmm. and so being able to ask God to give us insight for other people mm -hmm. is a beautiful way to love people mm -hmm. and show them the love of the Father and I get to know it's not me. Yeah. I'm not that smart. Take the pressure off. I'm, I'm, I'm not that smart. Nobody is. Y'all, I love a good story. That's part of the reason why I love doing this podcast is because I get to hear so many people's story. No matter what kind of stories you love to hear, Audible is the home of storytelling. Audible lets you enjoy all of your favorite audio entertainment anytime, anywhere, and all in one convenient app. You can find the best of what you love or discover something new. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. Their selection of mystery and thriller titles will keep your heart racing month after month. Sounds exciting, right? Audible offers an incredible selection of audio books that cover every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, motivation, and all the things. With next listen recommendations, you'll always have something amazing right at your fingertips. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included titles, Audible originals, and podcasts. You can download or stream them anytime you want. With thousands of titles, Audible selections makes their membership totally worth it. Plus, Audible members can 
pick and keep one title every month from their entire catalog. I am so excited about diving into different kinds of stories and I never listened to like mystery or anything like that, but my sister and brother have been telling me about all these mystery books they're into and one of the ones they recommended is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. So I'm about to be jumping into that title and seeing what it's all about. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash woe or just text woe to 500-500. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash woe or text woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Yeah. And so, and and I could miss it. Like I could say, and you could go, that's a silly book. Yeah. But but when it is as, as led by God and, and saying God loves you and Christian, mm-hmm. as much as I love you, God loves you more. Mm-hmm. As much as you have a love for the people who will come to the conference, God loves them even more. Yeah. And so it's a, it's like an entrusting. Yeah. Just a, and just trying to be trustworthy and, and listen to God. But there have been many times that in different situations where I've gone, I didn't know that. <laughs> and, and it'll be something I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was God. And, and to whatever degree people know or don't know. And then God gets all the glory. Yeah. But, but God gave us the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus said, I'm going away. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit's with us as believers. And so, yeah. and knows our hearts. And again, yeah. knows where God's already at work. And so I just love to watch God work. Like that's, it's that's good. exciting for me. It's so exciting. Yeah. And then like at the end of a session or for me at the end of preaching, when I get to hear that, it's like, that is so mm. cool. And it strengthens your mm-hmm. faith because you're like, God, I can't believe like you did yes. that through me. And I wasn't thinking that. Mm-hmm. I'm not that smart. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think, I didn't come up with that. Like that's like the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And it really does give God all the glory yeah. for that person and for you. Yes. And so it's, that's kingdom work right mm-hmm. there. So I mentioned that we want to talk about discernment. And this was something, so for those of you who are listening, who sent in questions through um, Instagram, a lot of y'all send in stuff to the What's Good Podcast account. And we actually read those and we listen and we we want to like talk about topics that you're struggling with or you need advice in. And a lot of people talked about discernment. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, I really want to have this conversation and I want to have it with Miss Tara mm-hmm. because I remember one of the first times I came to you and I was like really upset about a situation and I share with you, I just don't have good discernment. Mm-hmm. And it was because I was told by somebody I didn't have good discernment. Mm-hmm which made me feel like, I guess I just don't have good discernment. And then I just continued to make these decisions and be in these relationships thinking like, oh, if only I had good discernment Mm. or the gift of discernment or whatever that Mm -hmm. is. And I'm like, how do I even do that? And I just remember you really encouraging me and and really sharing with me and what I kind of gathered from all that was actually I did have discernment. Mm -hmm. It's just I didn't trust myself because I had been told that I didn't have that, which was kind of manipulative and confusing Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of knocked me off of Mm -hmm. thinking I did have good discernment and it made me confused about every decision I was making and every relationship I was in. Mm -hmm. So I know she would never share that because all of our conversations are private, but I'll share that with you so that you know I've struggled with that too. Like discernment is a hard thing. Sometimes it is hard to make decisions and know if it's the Lord or know if this is a good thing and whatnot. And I think sometimes our um, lack of confidence in our discernment Mm -hmm. can cause such a crippling like anxiety. Mm -hmm. It can cause us to not do anything. And so that's why I think it's really important we talk about discernment in general. Um, Whenever I just bring up discernment, just the overall Mm -hmm. topic, what are some things to you that just start to come to mind? Okay. Well, because I'm a geek, 
I'm like, well, let's define it. <laughs> Let, let's just start right there at the beginning. And it's a knowing. Hmm. Like what is dis- discernment? It's a way of knowing. Hmm. And so we bring that into our Christian life. Mm-hmm. How can we discern in our Christian life? Mm-hmm. And so we have the Holy Spirit. We need discernment. There, there are all kinds of decisions all the time with a humility of, I don't know. <laughs> like, isn't that, isn't that kind yeah, of great? That's like, good. And, and we ask God. We ask God for wisdom. But I think in having discernment, it's okay that an 18-year-old doesn't know any more than an 18-year-old knows. Yeah. Why would they? Yeah. Why would they? Or a 20-year-old or a 25 or a 51. Why would I know more than I know? Mm-hmm. And so we we come with that humility of only God is all-knowing. Mm-hmm. And even instead of it being a, a confidence in discernment, what if we shift that to a confidence in the God That's good. who gives discernment? That's good. Now, we've just taken it all off humanity. Yeah. And we put it back to God who is all-knowing, all-capable, everywhere, all the time, loves his kids, and wants to give it to us. Great. And so I think the easiest way to say, God, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom and discernment. That's great. Help me in this decision. Now, the gift of discernment. Yeah, some people have it. I think it's wonderful when people have it. I I have some friends who have it. I've also known a lot of people who thought they had it, and they were just really intuitive. See, this is good. This is <laughs> and good. with the Myers-Briggs, I'll give people back. It's an old personality test, but it's my favorite. I love it. Will it will always be my favorite. There are numbers. You can see to what degree. I used to call it the real personality test. The Lord convicted me I should be sweeter and make room for more. <laughs> because so many things can be beneficial. Yeah. But with the Myers-Briggs, there's a section on kind of how you how you take in data, how you go throughout hmm. This world, yeah. how, how you gather information. Some people are intuitive. They make every decision based on a hunch. Mm. They just kind of have a feeling. They can meet 20 different people. They're probably going to have a different feeling about all 20 different people because they're very intuitive, yeah. which is great. Other people are sensing facts. Yeah. Can I see it? Can I hear it? They said they'll be here, but are they here? I don't know. I don't know if I trust that, but it's based on facts. <laughs> so we got feelings. We got facts. Mm -hmm. Here's the joke, the counselor joke. Sometimes when people have a feeling about everything, they're bound to be right. Yeah. Because they've had a feeling about everything. That's not necessarily discernment. Wow. Because discernment in, in the spiritual sense, is from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So when you take the discernment from the Holy Spirit, the gift that is that is and God gives to us wisdom. Yeah. And I believe we can all have some discernment. Yeah. I've had people before who they just, they say, oh, my buzzer's going off. And I thought, maybe you need to have your ears checked if your buzzer's always going off. Because my buzzer's not always going off. That's good. Or I've just got a feeling. Now, sometimes, absolutely, and I need those people. I want yeah. you to have those people. Yeah. But if somebody's always got a feeling and it doesn't often line up, they might just be intuitive. Mm-hmm. And we've all got to know our hearts can be so deceptive. Yeah. Like we can have feelings about things and people. Yeah. And we can be wrong. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have the gift of, dis- of discernment. Yeah. It just means we need to be humble with it. That's good. We need to be humble in asking. We need to be humble in receiving. That's good. And then we need to be able to test it by does this line up with God? Yeah. And does it not? Yeah. In humility. That's great. Does that makes sense. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. This is such a good start already. And I remember when we did the Myers Briggs test, mm-hmm. 
I was uh, 12 and 12 mm-hmm. for thinking and feeling, yes. which made me make so much sense on why sometimes mm-hmm. I get so stuck because I'm yes. like, I feel this, but these are the facts and mm-hmm. this and that. And that's how you make your decisions. Yes. yes and that's I not go the gathering. back that's and your, forth on yes. all of those different things and think through everything for a long time. Um, but one thing, and I want to get to that later about just like thinking through things for so long mm-hmm. and not getting stuck in that thinking mm-hmm. place and actually being able to decide. Because, for instance, I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this because primarily people who listen to this podcast are in their 20s and mm-hmm. 30s. Um, well, I guess I'd say upper teens, 20s, and 30s. It's typically 18 to 35-year-olds are our biggest okay. audience. I love that. And that's like a big decision-making mm-hmm. time in your life. huge. And huge. I feel like so many of us are like, what does God want us to do mm-hmm. next? What is What career path are we supposed to take? Are we – supposed to have kids right now is it time mm-hmm. to get married is it is it time to move is it time to stay is it time to do this and it's like these big decisions that we have to make mm-hmm. and it, sometimes it can be so hard to like mm-hmm. make a decision because you feel like what if i make the wrong decision mm-hmm. and we talk about this a lot on the podcast mm-hmm. and i'm like you know you're not gonna mess up god's plan if right. you're following him if you're yes. if you're listening to him if your heart's in the right place um it's not like I always say it's not like if you go to Alabama, you know, and God's going to be at LSU, like Mm -hmm. go Tigers, you missed it. Like Mm -hmm. God's not like that, you know, like he's everywhere. But at the same time, like, let's just stop here for a second and talk about just making decisions and Mm -hmm. not getting stuck in that like waiting stage Mm -hmm. and not doing anything with Mm -hmm. your life. And then later I want to come back to the whole idea that you were just talking about and get to the fact of why we can't always trust our feelings because Mm -hmm. that is a really good point. So let's stop here for a second and talk about how do we actually make a decision and how do we discern if it's the Lord and how to move forward? Mm-hmm. Okay. In making a decision, I would tell people pray first. I'm always, I'm, because it's just silly not to. Yeah. And so you're making a decision and I would say, ask God, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. In solution-focused therapy, we ask therapists, mm-hmm. what do you want? Mm-hmm. And Jesus asked the blind man, what do you want? Mm-hmm. So you, gotta, you have to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And then what are you willing to do is the second part of that. What does it look like? What are you willing to do to get there? That's good. I like I that. I think a great way of making a decision is do it backward, a- except put the emphasis on God. Instead of you answering the questions, you ask God, what do you want? That's good. Cool. Now, now, you're doing that. You're trying to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you when you have a feeling, and then and it may be, even be that God's like, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, because God puts desires in your heart. Yeah. And so if desires line up with who God is, it doesn't go against who God is. It doesn't yeah. go against his will or his way. Who's to say the desires he's put in your heart, if he's put them there, are not also his? Mm-hmm. And so you've got that kind of back and forth, but you've brought God into it. Yeah. That way you're not having to loop back around right, and right, go, okay, right. does this line up with God? Yeah. So you've already brought God into that first part. And, and so the, what do you want? You're asking, you've got this desire. Okay. I would say, does it line up with God? You you have this initial desire and this, mm-hmm. whether it's to move to this place or that. Here's Here are a few little questions I'll ask people. Does however you're feeling led lead you to have greater faith, greater hope, and greater love in Christ? Hmm. Does it lead you towards God? Does it make you brave? It doesn't mean it's the easy decision, mm-hmm. but does it increase your faith? Mm-hmm. Does it fill you with hope? Does it make you love God and people made in God's image even more? Yeah. Does it push you in that direction? Mm-hmm. You mentioned a minute ago that something felt manipulative. Mm-hmm. That's not God. Mm-hmm. That's not God. God who is love, love is patient, love is kind. Like you can even kind of litmus test that. Okay, you have that same decision. You can ask yourself, does it lead me to have 
less faith, mm. less hope, less love? Does it does it paralyze me? It's good. Does it push me? If it's not God, and so you take, and it's just faith, hope, and love. That's why I like that test. Oh, that's cool. But then you ask yourself, and and greater could be God. Looks like God. Less, that's not God. Yeah. Is it life giving? Does it does it add life to your life? Is it life taking? Sin will be life taking. Yeah. Like you know, I just I just want to sleep with my boyfriend before before we're married because I just want to, and we just love each other. And and the butterfly landed, and I'm so so they're butterflies. That's lovely. But does that line up with what God would want for you? Yeah. God's will and God's way. Does that does that lead you to a closer relationship with yeah. God, or does it pull you away from God? Yeah. Does it isolate you? Or is there secrecy? Yeah. That's not God. That's good. Where there's freedom, where there's where there's courage. Yeah. Where there's grace. Now, it doesn't mean it's the easier decision, mm-hmm. but in whatever decision, is it taking me towards God? Yeah. Or is it pulling me away from God That's and good. the things of God? I love that. And also take the entirety of the narrative of scripture. Yeah. God is always at work bringing his children back to himself. Right. Always. Undoing, redeeming, like undoing the works of the enemy, redeeming, rebuilding giving hope. Like yeah. that's what God's doing. That's he's good. he's bringing his kids back to him. Yeah. Does it line up with that? Hmm. If it's no, I'm just going to this word drives me nuts. I'm going to deconstruct. Well, all right, darling. I mean, that's I would say okay, okay. And then tell tell me what you're doing in that. Yeah. And this is what I would tell people. I pray you find that God is bigger. Hmm. Because I promise you when you get to the end of yourself and every idol is false, God is bigger. Wow. And they'll argue, sometimes people will argue, but but Scripture says this and Scripture says, well, that's God's word to us. But God's bigger than even that. Wow. God's bigger than whatever argument of that. Wow. So I would always go, does it that's lead good. you towards God? Faith, hope, love. It's just simple. Yeah. Those three. But really the character of God, the, the everything good. of God. Yeah. And everything that comes with it, peace. Mm-hmm. Or does it lead you away from God? It's great. Because if it does lead you away, that's not God. That's so good. That's how you can know. That is so good and so helpful. And I love how you mentioned in there, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm sleeping with my boyfriend, but the butterfly mm-hmm. fell on this and that. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we can even manipulate the situation and be like, well, this this is God, even mm-hmm. though it's so not right. lining up with anything that's true, mm-hmm. anything that's biblical, because we're like, well, this happened on this day at this time, mm-hmm. and only God would know that. And then mm-hmm. this butterfly landed, and God made the butterflies. Mm-hmm. And we start like putting all of these signs, mm-hmm. what we what we view as signs, and we are like, oh, well, this is God saying to me that it's okay. Mm-hmm. But God, whatever God speaks to you, like the Holy Spirit speaks, it's going to line up with Scripture. That's it. It's always going to be in alignment it. with who mm-hmm. God has all always been mm-hmm. in scripture mm-hmm. and so i do think that sometimes we get all carried away and we're like oh but it's okay god's still in it because i see all these signs but it's like if you are living like the acts of the sinful nature mm-hmm. then like that is clear the sinful nature right. like god is not in that there is yes a godly life and there is a mm-hmm. sinful life there is a path of life and there is a path of death and then yes. it even says in proverbs like there's a path that seems right mm-hmm. to a man but in the end it leads to death so yes. it might be like oh well this is fine because i haven't been struck by lightning you know mm-hmm. that's a terrible way to think about it that god's not going to strike you down right. because you're doing something wrong god loves you his heart is for you mm-hmm. he wants to be in relationship with you but he also you know, desires for you to be on the path of life, right? And like the path of, of godliness. Mm-hmm. And so some don't convince yourself that it is God when it's so wrong and does not line up with scripture mm-hmm. at all because of these signs or because you seem to be doing well or seem to be doing mm-hmm. fine. And I think that sometimes, you know, if 
we're doing well and we're doing fine, but we're living sinful lives and we think it's fine because nothing's happened. Like that's a false way of looking at mm-hmm. it because why would why why would the enemy come after you? You know, why would you face aversion like that much mm-hmm. if you're just like if you're living in sin because you're just like maybe the enemy doesn't even see you as a threat. So maybe yeah. even that you should be like, huh, maybe I maybe it's not good that I'm just so comfortable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I love what you said um about faith, hope, and love. And that's so simple. But I also want to ask about this because I think this is something too when it comes to like Sometimes we say it's the Lord and we proceed with things mm-hmm. even though it's not right. I think that some people have been hurt by people who say this is the Lord, mm-hmm. but it's like in them doing what they feel like the Lord's saying to do, it's hurtful to another person. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like people make yeah. decisions sometimes. It's like the classic, I break up with you and it's like, this is what the Lord said. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, well, that hurts me. Or, or it's like, God didn't say that to me, you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that when someone's saying something to you where they're saying, this is what the Lord said, mm-hmm. but it's so hurtful to you on the other end of it? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I just yes, thought about that. It makes perfect Because sense. I've had that happen to me mm-hmm. a few times in life. And I mm-hmm. think that we like, we might do things in faith, hope, and love, but then we forget to like love people mm-hmm. and honor people. And then it's hard because then it makes that other person feel like they weren't loved by God in the decision-making process. Yes, and that matters. Yeah. It matters to God how we treat other image bearers. Mm -hmm. And so if, boy, you want to be careful with that stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just the truth. And because you don't don't want to spiritually manipulate anybody. Like, Mm -hmm. it's deeply hurtful. Mm -hmm. And people carry it a long, long time. And I've just worked with churches and long enough to go, oh, yeah, that that one's hard. And I don't think God takes kindly to it. it mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it's a way of misusing. It's a misuse of power, but it's a misuse of spiritual power. Mm-hmm. And so that that's really serious. You go back to how, how do we know? And I would say, my sheep know my voice. That's good. Jesus says that. How do you know anybody's voice? That close relationship. Mm-hmm. That close relationship. That's great. And so with that, you, you're knowing God more. See, we, we've shifted it all back to God, knowing God more, knowing God's voice more. Now, we know we can know the character of mm-hmm. God through Scripture. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to, and I've heard it called like a post-truth era, all, all these mm-hmm. things. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie because I'm older, but it was in a courtroom and he yells, you can't handle the truth. I did recently just hear about this whole courtroom. Okay, can I just pause for Mm -hmm. one second? This is hilarious. Matt Chandler preached this in a sermon. Did the whole you can't handle the Mm -hmm. truth thing. I didn't know it was a movie. movie. I'm sitting there going, this happened. This is crazy. I'm like, Christian, we need Mm -hmm. to go look up this after. And he's like, babe, that's a movie. I'm so So glad you saw it. I need to go. It's a great line. Yes. But here's the truth. I don't know how well folks are doing without it. Yeah, that's true. Like, you can't handle. That's true. People aren't doing so well. And so, and even people who say, God told me, you better be sure it's God. Yeah. And it better align with God. Yeah. And the way you're presenting it, speak the truth in love. Yeah. Better be loving, which is agape, which is in the best interest of the other person. And if you're saying it to them in a way that it could destroy them, is that their best interest? Yeah. So is that God? Yeah. And and when you're on the other end of it, you can look at it and you've got to be able to go, was that God? Mm-hmm. That's not what I feel was God. That's not what I see was God. That doesn't line up mm-hmm. with scripture. That doesn't line up with my walk mm-hmm. with God. And you get to say, I receive that or I don't. Mm-hmm. You yeah. you have the right, according to, to Christ mm-hmm. in you, the hope, in, the hope of glory, 
Holy Spirit in you, if it doesn't line up with God's character, if it doesn't line up with God's word, zap it immediately. Mm -hmm. But like someone even saying, you don't have discernment. I would go, did you think of her and what that might do to her? Yeah. If someone said to her, she didn't have that. Mm -hmm. Was that God? Mm -hmm. Or was that kind of handled loosely and lightly and flippantly? Mm -hmm. Because... I don't know that God's children should be with any spiritual authority on someone treated loosely, lightly, flippantly, and left with something that's left them questioning themselves and their relationship with God. Yeah, that's good. So just the motives of the heart. Yeah, that's so good. And you were talking about sin. Here's the thing. Repent. (laughs) Repent. (laughs) Which is really, sin separates us. Come back to God. It doesn't have to be this big, bad thing. We talked about it a little bit before and how I was pregnant before I was married. And I wouldn't even pray for myself. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was so bad. And I had been such a goody two-shoes. It was probably the best thing that ever happened to me getting pregnant <laughs> as far as letting, I mean, just the whole real confession. Yeah. But for a couple of years, I wouldn't even pray for myself. Mm-hmm. Now, on a cute, wonderful, only Jesus side note, I would pray, but Lord, if you'll just bless him and let him be smart, don't let him be left behind because he has a teenage mom. I was engaged. We moved the wedding up. I tried not to marry my husband because I didn't want him to marry me because I was pregnant, even though I was already engaged to him. It's called neurosis. I was being neurotic, Sadie. (laughs) I was acting like a 19-year-old crazy woman. (laughs) David Tucker, best thing that ever happened to me. That's awesome. So we have this baby. We raise him. I'm constantly saying, God, I need your wisdom. I need you to show me. You want to know why? I didn't know what in the world I was doing. Hmm. And so it was that from my heart, honest, yeah. God, God, help me with this. Yeah. Will's a heart surgeon now. So God <laughs> did not leave him behind, That's awesome. which is so sweet. Or he's doing his fellowship for it. That's awesome. But like he, God didn't skip him on brains. And I yeah. think gave him a little extra just to go. And I saw that too. That's awesome. But when I finally came back to God, when I finally realized that what I, because I thought it was the ultimate sin. I mean, and and whatever, I say that as I've had my baby and know there could be someone watching who didn't have their baby. Mm-hmm. God forgives that too. Yep, that's right. God, that's right. And I've sat with many women who've sobbed, mm-hmm. cried their eyes out, said, I can't believe, told me 30 years later, I was the first person they ever told. God forgives. That's right. Now the pain's there and it was not, it was not God's right. will. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. With my baby, God intended for the sperm to meet the egg. Can we say that on a podcast? You can say it, girl. <laughs> but but God it. intended. How do we know there was a baby? Now it, there were consequences. Things were a little harder. We, you know, we were right, young, right, starting right. out, had a child. Children cost money, but you know, but God intended that child, and that child's a gift. Yeah. My sin, God intended for me to just repent and come home. That's right. Just come back to it. And his love never changes, even in the midst of sin. Now, sin's going to hurt you. And loving God, you want to not be sinful. Like, you you don't want anything separating you from God. Right. You don't want anything separating you from hearing the Holy Spirit, from, right. from that closeness. But when there is, my word, just repent, repent. and come back. Turn from it don't and come back. Yeah. Don't get stuck there. It's good. I'm so glad you shared that. I was hoping that you would share that because I think that some people, you know, they might could hear you and be like, well, she's just wonderful and she just, you know, is so wise and one day I'll be like that. Mm -hmm. But I love how you're like, no, I was a 19-year-old crazy person and I was pregnant and didn't want to get married and didn't even want to pray for myself and all this stuff. And I love the man. Yes. I mean, but I was like, you're not going to marry me because I'm pregnant. Yeah. Even though we were engaged. I mean, I just need you to act like a crazy person. (laughs) Yeah. 
But God. But God. But God. And the beautiful family we have now. Yeah. But God. And, and God wants to do it for everybody. There. Right. In that shame. Right. In that feeling but of. I carried it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just, but I love how you're sitting here now and you're not carrying that anymore. Right. You have this beautiful family and there's been so much redemption because you didn't mm-hmm. get stuck there. You kept moving right. with God. I mean, so many of us would disqualify ourselves and be like, well, this was my life. I can't be a pastor. I can't mm-hmm. do this. It's like, no, like look at the people in the Bible. They yes. all were messed up and crazy. Yes. They all were sinful, but they mm-hmm. repented and mm-hmm. they turned back to him. We are all, all of us right mm-hmm. here, me, sinful person, constantly falling short of the glory of God. Good thing he said all will do that. Mm-hmm. But just repent and turn. And I love how you share that too. Like whatever you think the worst sin is, mm-hmm. it, there's no worse sin. And at the same time, like it doesn't matter. There's no measure. Like God's already mm-hmm. covered it all by his blood. And we, I was at a women's conference recently and a retreat. And it was like a more intimate retreat. So, you know, you get a little bit more real. And there's probably about 70 women or something. And they asked like if you have like had an abortion, um, but they did it in such like a really awesome way where mm-hmm. in, you kind of filled out a paper of some things that you struggle with, but nobody knew who filled out mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. And then the volunteers took our papers mm-hmm. and then it said like, stand up. It was like, stand up if you had this, this, this. But it wasn't the actual person that did it that had to stand up. They were standing in our place just mm-hmm. so we could see who's right. in the room mm-hmm. of like what we're struggling with, but you didn't know who it actually was, mm-hmm. right? And like when they said abortion, like it was like a lot of the room, but there's no shame. Nobody knew who mm-hmm. it was. Well, then later there was like open room to kind of talk through some things. And most every woman had never shared that with anyone. And it was their mm-hmm. first time to just feel the freedom because they mm-hmm. knew other people in the room had had done that before. And the amount of love mm-hmm. and just like grace that was sh- mm-hmm. showered and just um, being able to sit with a sister who'd been through the same thing mm-hmm. and just encourage one another and speak life over one another. It was so beautiful. And I just felt like in that room, so many people got unstuck, you mm-hmm. know, it was like, they actually get to walk in freedom and they're covered in grace yes. and God loves them yes. and like it redeems them. Mm-hmm. And it was just really beautiful. And so I'm glad that you shared that because mm-hmm. yes, like sometimes in our life, like we can talk about discernment all day long. We can talk about asking God for wisdom, but we're still going to mess up. Mm-hmm. We're still going to miss the mark. We're still going to fall, but like be quick to repent, yes. be quick to turn. And that would be, is that the will of God? Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the moment you go, oh, but, but then I have to, Yes, you, you go in that moment and, and God forgive me for it and you're there and, and you would rather avoid it. Mm-hmm. But that's one of those where you go, oh, well, I don't, that doesn't necessarily feel good. Oh, but it is God's will. It's good. Does it lead you closer to God? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, you know God. Mm-hmm. Know his voice. Get to know him. The more that you have experienced it with God, and I'm not saying a butterfly here or, but I'm saying aligns with God's word. You feel nudges. Mm-hmm. We, I've talked to the girls about it a little bit. You know, mom, how did you know? I don't know. But I always just kind of felt a little nudge. Once I had asked Jesus to be my savior, There's a nudge. there was just a little knowing. Yeah. And and sometimes we'll get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when we get it wrong, God can get it back right. Like That's God right. will get us where Your God intends in the us right to be. Place. It's all about the heart. Sin's about the heart, the motive of the heart. Yeah. Repentance is about the motive of the heart. Love is about the motive. So is faith and hope, Mm -hmm. the motive of the heart, the the from the heart. And so although our hearts can be deceptive, God's can't. That's good. God can't not be God. That's great. God can't not be good. Now, does that mean that we don't need to repent or everything's okay or he's not also a judge? No, 
But it's all in love and His goodness that He's yeah. all those things. It's great. For our good. It's great. So we want our discernment. What that really is, we want to be in His will. That's good. So we're just going, God, show me the way. Mm-hmm. Some people have a little extra. Praise Jesus. <laughs> but we can all have it. That's good. Oh, gosh, that's so encouraging. Everyone listening to this, I hope you're just encouraged by that. It's really taking the pressure off yourself mm-hmm. and just trusting God. Yes. And if you don't know God, maybe it's a good time mm-hmm. to get to know Him. And I just want to say, too, like one thing that's cool about God is we talk about these butterflies landing. And, and here's the cool thing about God. God can do that, and He yes. does do that. It's wonderful. In fact, we Beautiful. recently had a moment, me and Sarah were talking, and we had something happen that was just the most beautiful gift of God, and it came through a red robin. And so mm-hmm. I say that to say mm-hmm. I've experienced mm-hmm. that, and that is one of the most wonderful like mm-hmm. God kisses that you can have in these days. Yes. Um, but that is so beautiful and wonderful when it lines up with who you know God is yes, and it yeah. lines up with Scripture. But if you have that happen and you're still living that life mm-hmm. of sin and, and you're using that to affirm it, you still will not have peace when you lay your head down on right. the pillow at night. Yeah. I think that's the difference. Like if you see a butterfly in this moment and you're still living in sin, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, good. That's God affirming. And you're just telling yourself mm-hmm. that and trying to manipulate the mm-hmm. situation. When you go to bed at mm-hmm. night, you'll know, right. you know, because right. you don't have peace. Mm-hmm. But if you go to bed at night and you have peace mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what, like today, I got to see God mm-hmm. through a butterfly at the right time. Yes. And it lined up perfectly with the prayers I've been praying. Mm-hmm. It lined up That's so good it. with scripture. And I know that I know that I know that that was mm-hmm. the Lord. Then take it. Take it. Let it be an encouragement to you. Let it remind you that God sees you and is in your story. So I just want to say God mm-hmm. does do that. Yes. He will do that. Absolutely. But sometimes we can manipulate yes. that. And I think like... Miss Tara knows this about me because I've experienced this. Like I am so, so against spiritual manipulation in mm-hmm. any way, shape, and form. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so careful about breaking down these conversations, mm-hmm. all of the conversations we have on our podcast, because I'm like, I don't just want to say flippantly throw out God this and God that, and then some right. of you not understand what I'm saying or mm-hmm. hear what I'm saying. Um, so that's why I'm like, this is not about manipulation. Right. God is so good. Mm-hmm. He is so powerful his word is so Mm life-giving i want to make sure you get it straight like i want to make sure that this is not manipulated that you see Mm -hmm. god for who he really is because it's so much Mm -hmm. better than anything we could fabricate him to be Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um so you talked about you can't handle the truth and you were like how are we doing without it Mm -hmm. hello we need this how is the world doing without it not so well not so well Mm -hmm. so let's talk about Let's talk about truth for a minute because mm-hmm. earlier you talked about how some of us, we might go with our intuition, we might mm-hmm. go with our feelings, and sometimes our feelings just lie to us. Mm-hmm. They don't take us down a good path or direction, and sometimes it can feel easier to trust our feelings mm-hmm. and to trust the truth mm-hmm. because the truth might sting a little bit more. But what's the importance mm-hmm. of truth in our life as a guide? Mm-hmm. Well, and feelings aren't bad. Mm-hmm. God gave us feelings. So they're not the enemy, but they don't need to be what we make our def- or decisions based on. Mm-hmm. And I would even go back up and ask yourself, anybody, how you doing? Yeah. Are you in a place where you're walking qu- closely with the Lord? They, they call it consolation or desolation, like in the mm-hmm. fancy words. But it just yeah. means, are you walking closely with God? And then I would even go, okay, mentally, are you doing okay? Is any, you know, could there be some depression? Just, is anything going on? Are you sick? Do you have the flu? Nobody makes their best decisions on a flu bed. Like nobody, because you don't feel good. It's even like and, postpartum. Yes, mean, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I dealt with some depression for a little bit. It made me a really good counselor, but it was no fun at the time. And I didn't need to be making long-term decisions mm-hmm. from that place. Mm-hmm. And so, But I didn't know that. 
And so ask yourself, kind of kind of test yourself, like, where am I really? How am I doing? And and so if you're in a place where you are great with God, then okay, check that off. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm good. I mean, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect but Jesus. Only Jesus is whole, which can also be peace. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and and having peace is not the absence of problems. Mm-hmm. It's just Jesus. It's good. It's Jesus's peace. It's great. Over over whatever feelings, That's but you, but we do need to ask ourselves, how am I doing, and am am I in a place where I need to, and and take some time. Very few things have to be done right then, but they do have to be done. The decision does have to be made, mm-hmm. or you do get stuck. Yeah, and so and even stuck in your own confusion, and confusion is never from God. Mm-hmm. God is clear. God is truth. Mm-hmm. God is light. Like all the things that would bring clarity, and you would know is God. That's God. It's good. Confusion. Doubts, overly fearful. Now it's okay to be afraid of a snake. Snakes can, I mean, like you're kind of silly if you don't jump when you see one. Like we yeah. should all jump if we, or a mouse or whatever it might be. So that's, you know, that it warns us. It says get back. But if we are consumed by looking back, we can, we can have regret. Looking forward, we can, we can, what if, what if, what if. Mm-hmm. We can find peace in that present moment. Mm. So, so when we're still and go, okay, God, and start with, how am I doing? Am I in a place where I can make a decision? More than likely, yes, because you're saying, okay, God, am I in a place? If not, get whatever help. Talk with somebody. Be in prayer. Be honest. What what we acknowledge, then then we can get better from what mm-hmm. we acknowledge. So if you're in a bad place, you know, let somebody know if somebody needs to talk to a counselor, see a doctor, whatever it may be. Yes, God is the healer. Jesus is our healer first. But sometimes we need a little extra help, mm-hmm. and that's okay. So get yourself to that well-being place. And then from there go, okay, I, I need to have peace with this. Mm. I, need to, I need to make this decision. So yeah, you're in a good place. And then you kind of test the spirits from that good place, that place where you feel like, yeah, I, me and Jesus, we, we, we can do this. Good. We can make this yeah. decision. And then go, does it line up with God? Is it, does it line up with truth? Is it life-giving? Is it what, because God loves us in our best interest. That doesn't mean everything's going to feel good, but... Let's say if it's something sinful or not, it's not going to be in your best interest. We could go to gossip. Gossiping's not really in anybody's best interest. Right. And so you, you're just kind of testing, is this God from the place of where you're walking closely with God? Mm. There are seasons where anybody can feel distant. Mm-hmm. Often it's sin separating us. Sometimes it's just a season can be caused by any of the physical, emotional, but can be mm-hmm. caused from that. Or can just be like some people call it like a dark night of the soul where, where people just, they, they may, it's going to pass. That's mm-hmm. what they've got to know. It's going to pass yeah. because God hadn't left. Yeah. You're just going through something. Yeah. But that's not the place to make your decisions. It's good. So you get back to that good, peace, whole place. And only Jesus is whole. It's good. We don't have to try to be whole or have it all together. It's great. Jesus is Being whole. What we have to have is Jesus in the present moment. It's good. To gain our peace. That's good. And bring him in and from that place make decisions. I love that. That's so good and that's so helpful for me especially because I get so busy and like going, going, going. And I had a moment recently where we just had like a really bad start to the morning. Like we had a tragedy in our community and it was really, really hard. And I was just trying to go to the next thing, the next thing, like crazy. And then um, Steph was like, you need to go sit with the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do. I went and just sat to me like where I – 
really mm-hmm. feel like if I need to sit with her, I have to mm-hmm. go to my rocking chair, <laughs> which I'm such Dude. a grandma. Dude, I love but it. I it's love like it. me just being intentional about sitting with mm-hmm. her. Like I talk to God all the time. I talk to him in my car drives, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, especially if you have kids, sometimes like mm-hmm. you don't just have like the rocking chair mornings, you yes. know, like you used yes. to. Um, or maybe that you want to. Um, but for me, like if it's like a moment that I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to sit with the Lord. Like Christian knows. Yeah. If I go to my rocking chair, he's like, good. are you okay? Like, like it's good. Go sit with yeah. the Lord, you know? And I just sat with God and I like repositioned mm-hmm. that day just to be in alignment with him. Like yes. I cannot take another step mm-hmm. without aligning with you. But I gotta be honest, I was I was mad about what mm-hmm. happened in our community because it felt like, God, why didn't you stop that? Why didn't you do something? So before I, I tried to just be like, all right, Jesus, me and you, I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and not that you're gonna get the answer to your why, but even just talking it out to yes. God and just being like, I'm so frustrated by this. I don't understand why you would do that. And just being in relationship. And then finally, like, as I work through the frustrations mm-hmm. with the Lord, I've sat there in silence and I'm just like, had nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. I was looking around and where we live, it's really beautiful because Louisiana, you know, I'm mm-hmm. biased. I love Louisiana. I love the state, and with water in front of us, and the birds were chirping, and the, it was such a beautiful day. Like the the sky was so blue, and as I just got quiet, and I was so mad at God, I started mm-hmm. realizing everything around me was created by Him, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, yeah, you know, you're yeah. still good, and, and just worked it mm-hmm. out with Him to the point that mm-hmm. when I left the rocking chair that day, mm-hmm. me and God were good. Yeah. So I knew like, because I had to go to work that day. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't coming into work to make all these decisions for people that are listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't coming on doing an interview, mad at God and frustrated and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like I took the time to sit so that I could be in a good headspace to mm-hmm. leave. And um, man, I, I literally had so many prayers last week where I was just like, God, like, with what I'm leading right now Mm -hmm. with conference, with this podcast, with this platform, like I don't want to do anything if I'm not following you. I don't want to say a word about it and, you know, sit with you, hear from Mm -hmm. you. Like it, you know, you carry that burden. Um, But for me and with everything we've talked about that I think is so beautiful is the pressure comes off you Mm -hmm. when you sit with the Lord. The pressure Mm -hmm. comes off you when you give it to God, whenever he is really leading your Mm -hmm. life. You don't have as much pressure to lead. And if I didn't have, like, personally, because some of you might be listening, you're like, this is really good advice, but I don't live a godly life. I don't walk with the Spirit. Like, why is this a better life? Like, for me, I know I could not do this Mm -hmm. if it was not the Lord. Mm -hmm. It would be too hard. It would be too overwhelming. It would be too crushing. Mm -hmm. It would be be. so hard. But with God leading in my life, I can confidently step in not Mm because i'm confident in me because i'm confident in him Mm -hmm. and and what he can do through me and i love that god trusts himself enough to like work in our lives Mm -hmm. knowing we're gonna mess up yes knowing we're gonna miss the mark Mm -hmm. knowing we're not always gonna do it right but he trusts himself enough in us Mm -hmm. to to get the work done yes and that's a true gift yes i have a question what's up when you were mad because i think people it happens all the time and sometimes when people are mad at God, because horrible things can happen in this world. And sometimes we blame God for things that it wasn't God. Yeah. It, it was the way things happen. A death of someone or a loss of a child. I mean, like things that are never going to be yeah. okay. We're never going to understand yeah. the, the people that hearts are broken by. Yeah. And they get mad at God. And sometimes people will push away from God. They'll get stuck in that mad at God place. But I would ask you, under the mad... What were you really feeling? Hmm. 
This is so good. This always happens whenever I talk to you. And I always take a minute to really think because I don't want to just answer. I think under being mad at God, I was I was really just sad for yeah. the situation. Yeah. Honestly. And I was I was confused by it because you know, you are confused mm-hmm. by why mm-hmm. bad things happen mm-hmm. to good people. Yes. And that's like I think a lot of people have the biggest struggle with God because they say, mm-hmm. why would bad things happen to good mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. And I was sad at the mm-hmm. reality of our world. Yes. yes. And I think that that's what I always come to, mm-hmm. even when I'm mad at God. And I don't know why you got me emotional on this podcast, but I think about the times that I am, I have been mad at God. And it's really always because I'm sad about the reality yes. of our world. That's it. And I always think about, I'm like, God, I'm, like, because at the end of the anger, I always say, mm-hmm. but God, if this was it, mm-hmm. if this was our only hope is mm-hmm. this life, mm-hmm. then that would be horrible and yes. that would be devastating. But the fact that you actually give us the only mm-hmm. hope past this sad reality, yes. like I can't run from you, even though I'm mad and I, I, I feel like you might could have stopped that from mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. I have to lean in to you because... Mm-hmm. This did happen, and it's a sad reality of the world that we're in, Mm -hmm. but you do give me a hope of heaven and a hope of eternity and something better than this. And that's always where I end up every single time. It doesn't mean I still don't wrestle through Mm -hmm. those feelings and, like, Mm -hmm. let him know how sad I am about it and cry the tears. Yeah. But – and then, but then I have to renew and anchor my hope. Mm, and, that's it. But you give me that's it the hope of eternity. I'm that's glad it. you asked that. Well, and just that pull all the way through, what you just did is you just brought God all of what you were feeling mm-hmm. and you allowed yourself to feel all of what you were feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, in that place of only Jesus, that's where the peace is. And that didn't change a thing. And the heart still hurts and the heart's still hard mm-hmm. and the not understanding you still can't understand. Mm-hmm. But in that moment where you came to God in truth and just the, and it breaks my heart and I'm just so sad and the state of the world, Mm-hmm. That just further in 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 your moment mm-hmm. of finding peace with God, yeah, opened up those areas too. That's so true. Where then God can come in and heal. So true. That mean it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Or it didn't make it all better, but you got to fully feel everything you were feeling because sometimes people will get the mad and they'll pull away, mm-hmm. and I'll go wait. What are you mad about? What's what's under that anger? Because mm-hmm. often it's fear. Or it's deep, deep hurt and sadness. Mm-hmm. Let's take that to God too. Yeah. Let's and even and you don't have to understand it. Not going to. But let's let's take all that to God mm-hmm. and ask God to meet us right there. Yeah. I had a professor who lost a son. And he said that in all his study, like he's a Bible teacher, but he in his study he says you can worship with God mm-hmm. and, and his son. Like that's something they can still do together. So he loves to worship. That's cool. But he did all this extensive study on because people were asking counseling, where was God? Mm-hmm. Why didn't God stop it? And to the best of all his knowledge, according to scripture and him being a big old PhD person, God was with us mm-hmm. through Jesus. So in in our in our heart, it's like we know God's everywhere all the time. He was back there. Yeah. He'll be he'll be with us in the future. He was with us in the past. But God entered into our suffering mm-hmm. through Christ. Yeah. And so even though it doesn't help the pain. We can know that's where he is, even so if he true. still allowed it. He's still with mm-hmm. us through the cross. Oh man, that's so good. That's so that true. just helped wow. me. I, I sat yeah. in class and, and I just kind of wept, and wow. I was like, okay, because I always get the real, the people in that wow. moment where, of course, they're mad at God. Wow. 
don't leave him though. Because mm-hmm. God's not mad at you for being mad at him. Yeah. God's love cannot change even in those hardest moments. Mm-hmm. And he understands why it hurts you the way it does. Yeah. And loves you right in the middle of it. Wow. Just don't walk away from him. Wow. That would not be a good decision. Yeah. To walk that's away good. from God right there. But see, there's all the real human feelings. Yeah. That's so good. But still, what decision? Wow. Hang with Jesus. Just hold on. Wow. That's so good. Gosh, this I don't know. This is for so many of you out there listening. And I'm so glad you said that because in the midst of my sadness and even sometimes anger and different mm-hmm. things through okay. bad things that have happened, I've always felt that the Lord like say this to me in these moments, like I understand. Mm-hmm. And every time I've heard that, mm-hmm. it makes me cry because I realize He does. He does. And I'm like, you actually do mm-hmm. because you like sent your son, yes. your one and only son. Because John 3.16 is so quotable and everybody mm-hmm. knows it so much. That I think sometimes we um, have heard it so much and become so familiar with it that it's lost its mm-hmm. true gravity that it what what that is saying that god a father sent his one and only mm-hmm. son to die a death on the cross mm-hmm. that was so unjust and so horrible and so just you know gruesome and the mocking and all of that like he allowed it to happen mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he loved us so much mm-hmm. knowing that he trusts himself enough yeah. in the story that he was going to resurrect mm-hmm. from the That's what he's always doing death to life and then give Mm -hmm. us the hope for eternal life so like in the hardest times of our life like in those really questionable things it's like god gets it like john 3 16 says he understands that pain Uh but he loved us enough to endure that pain to give us hope Mm -hmm. and so even in this moment he understands my pain and he gave me hope through that and Mm -hmm. so sometimes you have to go back to those verses that you learned as a kid that are sweet songs that you sing Mm -hmm. and like understand the power of those words Mm -hmm. and understand the power of that so literally i cannot believe we've already gone an hour i'm like we didn't even get to like any a lot of the stuff we even planned to talk about, which is wonderful. I mean, we got through a lot of it, um, but some of the stuff in your story that was so powerful and profound. And so I know what y'all are going to do. Y'all are going to blow us up saying, bring her back, bring her back, bring her back. And we might just have to. Miss um, Sarah is also going to be at ELO conference and she is going to be speaking into the mental health um, breakout group, which I'm so thankful for. Thank you for doing that. Um, she's a gift to me in my life. I'm grateful she could be a gift to y'all in yours. I hope this podcast was so, so helpful on a practical level, a spiritual level, a relatability level. Um, I hope it blesses you and I hope that it helps you go and have more of these conversations. You know, we might have only had an hour today, but go with your your mentor, your friend, your counselor, and discuss some more of these things and what that looks like in your life. Y'all get to see the power of counseling right here. She stopped for a minute and said, what what was behind that? Like, that's the beauty of going and sitting with a counselor. So some of y'all, you need to get in counseling. Find a trusted person. Maybe it's through your church um, and sit with somebody, work through the things and, um, you know, don't get stuck where you're at. There's a lot of life ahead of you to live. And Jesus gave us a beautiful gift of being able to repent, knowing that none of us are going to be perfect and just turn in the other direction and keep walking. So we love you guys. We're for y'all and we're so grateful that y'all listen to podcasts like this and you're willing to grow. So thank you, Miss Tara, for all the wisdom. Honored.